the bridge. Hello, everyone, and a happy Tuesday evening to you. This is Chris Hagirian, host of the 8160, and we are on your radio dial at 90.9 The Bridge. If you're hearing my voice, that means it must be somewhere near six o'clock on Tuesday evening. We get to do this every Tuesday night with you. Sit down, spin some good music, and talk about what's happening in Kansas City music. And as it is warm outside and event season, we have events to talk about, and there's so many festivals coming up this summer. We're going to spend our day, our hour with you, focusing on Saturday, June 11th. I know that's a couple weeks from now, but we had to do this now because we go deep dive three weeks in a row on Boulevardia coming up in a minute. But we wanted to spend some time and talk with our friend Dan Berrickman, who's running the show, a brand new event to us birthed in the time of COVID and now coming as things start to open up again, it's now blossoming into a much larger event. It is called Music in the Park. It is in the West Plaza. It's at the park, which no one knows the name of, at 47th and State Line. The park's name is actually Westwood Park, but most people don't know that when I start to tell them about the park. So I just go back to the large park at 47th and State Line. But Dan's going to join us and we're going to talk all about this. We also have something I can't believe actually happened. We get to interview Mark Farina, who is a pioneer of house music, the creator of Mushroom Jazz. I've been listening to his music since like 1999. We're going to get him on the phone for a bit, joining us from Dallas. He will be in town on June 11th to play at Music in the Park and also playing that night at The Ship. Now we're going to say hi to Dan, who's coming at us via Zoom from his car, talking to me in my dining room and Sarah Bradshaw in her closet. Hi, Dan. Hi, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Thank you for having me. So I've known you for a long time now from your work with Quixotic. You've done a lot of events over the years with Quixotic. You were also always a great volunteer and helped out for Middle of the Map Festival. And uh, we went and got coffee a few weeks ago or a month or so ago. And you told me about this event you were working on called Music in the Park. And I got excited because I used to live about 200 steps from this park in a repurposed school over on in the West Plaza. And I'm excited that something cool is happening in this park. And tell us a little bit about music in the park. And other than the fact that you are an event person and a neighbor to the park, how you got roped into creating and running with this thing. Sure. Um, so I am on the board of the West Plaza Neighborhood Association. And this event has taken place over the last couple of years in different uh, forms. Uh, last year we had one group that was there. Um, and so being a part of, of the neighborhood association, I wanted to bring something more for this year and create more of a community event, uh, and bring in more music, more genres, more activities. 
and really create something that the whole community could get around um, and have a great time at uh, throughout the day. So here comes Music in the Park 2.0, and we'll have uh, several bands playing throughout the day and other activities um, that runs the gamut for kids, adults, teenagers, any age group to enjoy and participate in. Yeah, so let's run through that the details on that. Again, Music in the Park, Saturday, June 11th, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. You've got five or six bands. You've got the Shakedown Strings at noon, which is a new project from uh, Rick Willoughby, Clayton DeLong, and Adam Goldblum. You've got the Cassie Taylor Band, which I saw two weekends ago, and they were amazing. You've got the legendary house producer, DJ Mark Farina. You've got a band from Alexandria, Virginia named Mid, who we've played three or four times on this show. You've got the legendary Bob Walkenhorse, who is also uh, a resident of the West Plaza area. And then the Fantastics winding down the evening at the top of the list, where they always reside on events as the, the last line of the top line of the poster. Um, you have our friends over at the Strawberry Swing setting up a whole bunch of maker events in the park. Uh, we did an event with them two weeks ago and they had 75 makers of all sorts of varieties, everything from t-shirts to a bee farm, uh, letting people connect with local makers and take home their wares. And then you've got food trucks, taste of Brazil, the hungry hatch, the sugar skull grill touring taps are going to be working out and, uh, have a beer and wine garden. Again, all this is outside. All of it's in the West Plaza at 47th and State Line. They're partnering with the folks across the street for parking at the uh, Midwest Transplant Network. There's also this great thing in town called Uber. And if you live in the neighborhood, you can walk there. If you feel like riding up and down the hill, maybe get a bird scooter and get over there. But uh, so many ways to come out and celebrate music in the park on June 11th. And today on the show, we're going to talk about more and play music from several of the acts that are going to be playing the event. And right after this bit, we're going to play a recorded interview that we just did with Mark Farina. And uh, I'm so excited again to have him in town. If Dan doesn't do it, I'm going to go buy him Oklahoma Joe's or Casey Joe's because he deserves to have some burnt ends from there during his time here in Kansas City. Um, is there anything else you want to kick off the show with Dan or can we talk about it during the interview, during the show? Let's talk about it during the show. Let's do that. So now we're going to kick off the show with some music from Mark Farina. Again, one of the pioneers of house music and the creator of Mushroom Jazz. Here's a brand new song from him that came out last week. It's called Come On Baby. It's by Mark Farina and Homero Espinosa. Here it is. Thank you. 
Support for 90.9 The Bridge comes from the University of Central Missouri. With 150 years of education for service, UCM prides themselves on student support, excellent academic programs, and innovative learning opportunities. UCM offers flexibility with courses in Warrensburg, Lee Summit, and online. UCM lays the groundwork for graduates to make an impact with the hands-on experience needed for long-term success. More information about UCM and the power of opportunity in action is available at ucmo.edu. May 24th at the Uptown, Mammoth presents The Head and the Heart. You are the only one. With Jade Bird. Tickets for the Head and the Heart with Jade Bird are available at Ticketmaster.com. I am on my way back to where I started. The Head and the Heart. Lost in my mind. Lost in my mind. Oh, I get lost in my mind. The Head and the Heart with Jade Bird. May 24th at the Uptown. In support of the bridge. This is Kansas City's local independent home of music discovery. 90.9. 90.9. 90.9. The Bridge. And that was brand new music. The song was called Come On Baby. It's by Mark Farina and Homer Espinosa. And this is absolutely insane that we're now going to be joined by Mark Farina, a true pioneer in house music via the telephone. We're all hanging out in our homes in Kansas City, and Mark's going to join us from, I presume he's somewhere in Dallas, Texas. Uh, good afternoon to you, Mark. Thanks for jumping on the phone with us today. Hey, how you doing? Uh, good to be here. Uh, greetings from Texas. I'm, I'm having a moment right now because I've been listening to your music since like 1999, probably. And when I heard you were coming to town, I, I again, I mean, I've seen you in town previously here in Kansas City. But when I talked to Dan Barrickman about music in the park, and he said you were a part of this event. I couldn't believe it. Back in 1997, MTV put out a record called Amp. And it was an electronic album. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with it, Mark. I yeah. found it while I was working at the Kansas City Star, which is the Kansas City Star, is the local newspaper here in town. And we would get to go through all of the albums that come in to the state, uh, come into the newspaper to be reviewed. And that record was my introduction to electronica, electronic music. And from that, I did a deep dive. Napster started June 1st, 1999. And while so much of the world used Napster to download the Billboard Top 10, I did it to do a massive spelunking dive into electronic music. And somewhere along the way, I discovered Mushroom Jazz Volume 2 and then went back and found Volume 1. And I've been a fan of yours ever since. And I was lucky to see you at the Riot Room back in 2019, I think. And then another spot or two here over the years. But really excited to have you on the phone. And uh, I'm talking the whole time, so I need to let you talk because that's the more interesting part of this interview. But I wondered, looking back well, on that, about Napster, how, how did you how did you perceive all that stuff at the time? Um, I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, I still, I wasn't super into Napster. I don't think it, it didn't affect the DJ existence, existence much at the time. I mean, like at that era of that 97 range, 99, like it was sort of the wind down of like the end of, or fading out of the vinyl era, so to speak, in terms of nightclubs and DJing and starting to transition to CDs with the Pioneer CDJ 1000 that was coming out around then. And I, I try to even think of this, so, I mean, I wasn't even, you know, we weren't, this was pre-getting promos 
in your email. This was pretty much pre. Right. Like there wasn't even tons of email. I don't think I didn't even have a computer for the longest time. Like I resisted having a computer and just being in a vinyl DJ thing. You didn't need to do any of that just yet at that era. So, and I think I remember, you know, some people would find some live sets of mine on Napster, which I was all up for because I was, you know, up to that point, the only way to hear DJs was, you know, a cassette most of the time or, you know, mixed CDs that were out that not all DJs put out, but definitely you could get a mixtape of just about any DJ, be it um, actually from them or, you know, bootleg mixtape. So, you know, anything that would expand hearing DJs from, you know, the club and from tapes, I was open to. So, you know, it was cool to just, you know, getting your, having people hear your sets outside of a club and, and you know, like I mentioned, I was really big into mixtapes. Like, you know, that was for me a big way just to promote. I'm sure a lot of other DJs can attest to that as well in that 90s era. Like the way you got your sound out if you weren't DJing every week was mixtapes. So, yeah, it was just a, you know, a, a cool era. And I want to say, you know, somewhere around then was, I think that was the only time I played in the day in the Kansas City area would have been around that late 90s era. And I think it was Deep Fix Records oh, back wow. in the day. Yeah. That's now a liquor store. Like I remember, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I remember doing an in-store there. You know, like when one of the C, like you know, be it like Mushroom Jet Two or or one, you know, came out and you know, going directly from the airport to Deep Six and playing in the store and hanging out. I can't believe you common... remember the name Deep Six. That's I'm going to tell Chris that who used to run that store, and he's going to lose his mind. Uh, that's amazing that you can remember that. But uh, this is the 8160 on 90.9 The Bridge. My name's Chris, and we're hanging out with Legendary, one of the founding people of house music and also the creator of Mushroom Jazz, Mark Farina, who's going to be here in Kansas City on June 11th, playing twice that day, once at Music in the Park, playing at 3.30, and then also at The Ship that night, playing at 9 o'clock. An amazing night of music, an amazing day of music will happen. And I'm so excited to have him here on the show with us. Um, do you know a DJ Ray Velasquez by chance? Yes, I do. He has I a show here do. on this station on Friday nights. Um, he used to have a show in Lawrence, Kansas, uh, where the University of Kansas is. And I listened to him every Sunday night when I was in college. And maybe for the last three months, he's had nocturnal transmission here on this station on Friday nights. Um. So I was looking at your insane tour tour schedule, and then I saw this quote, and I thought I'd, I'd read a quote from you. I look at my job as a modern-day traveling minstrel, bringing new music to as many places as I can and exposing audiences to obscure records that otherwise might go hidden. And looking at your schedule, you're, you're in L.A. this past Sunday. You're going to Colorado. You're in Phoenix, Detroit, Denver, San Fran, Casey. Jacksonville, a festival in Croatia, a festival in Canada. You're all over the place and you've been in the game so long. I'm wondering what other boxes are still left unchecked of stuff that you want to do that you haven't got to do yet. Uh, gee, um, yeah. I mean, like you mentioned, I've, I'm lucky to have been doing it such a long time. You know, I started in Chicago in the late eighties, you know, growing up in Chicago was like, you know, sort of a DJ culture town in that era. And then, you know, being roommates with Derek Carter and working at Gramophone Records with like people like DJ Sneak, Ralphie Rosario, Derek, Miles Maeda, um, et cetera. You know, it's a good, um, 
DJ roots to come from. And yeah, I'm still lucky to be traveling. You know, we all had a little uh, COVID break there, which was the first time I had had, you know, a few weekends off since it was pretty much whatever, around 1988, 89. I'd been playing every weekend till March, 2020. So I took about a year off for the COVID drama to subside at 13 months, I want to say. So during that area, you know, you there was some uncertainty on, you know, how were clubs going to start back up again, what was going to happen. And, you know, things have, you know, knock on wood, you know, gotten back in the swing of, of things pretty much, you know, internationally, you know, uh, DJs are back on the road, bands, et cetera. So I'm happy that we've all sort of recovered from that chapter, even though there's obviously COVID things lingering and we don't know where it's all going just yet, but definitely gotten better since the heat of things. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just grateful to, you know, and that made me reflect on things. I'm grateful to be playing a lot of these cities again, you know, and I'm fortunate to have, like, say, for Kansas City, I've been going since the 90s and played repeatedly. Um, there's still some places I haven't been, which you know, I'd like to check off my list. You know, like I still haven't DJed in Berlin or Germany, for that matter. Still working on that. And, um, yeah, and then, you know, you just when you play somewhere, you think you're going to get back to whatever city it might be, and sometimes you don't because, you know, things change in every city you know sometimes it's one nightclub or two clubs that are bringing guest djs maybe that club shuts down maybe it's a certain promoter that brings quality music to a certain city and maybe they you know moved on to another city or do something else so you never really know you know it's not a given that you're going to play in whichever city again so you have know, been learned to you know, sort of savor each place make the most of it be grateful for playing in different places um you know, and there's obviously tons of new music out there to choose from, to be pushed. I even find more so than the vinyl days, you know, there was a lot of good new music. But now with the, the digital world we're in, there's even more music coming out. You know, some of it's good, some of it's bad. That's obviously objectionable, but there's just the sheer amount. You know, if you're visiting any digital sites or wherever you get your music from, the sheer amount of music every week is kind of crazy how much stuff comes out so you know it just takes extra searching to find those goodies and yeah i'm just still searching through all the noise to find the good stuff to sort of uh get out there and push and you know, a lot of good new artists a lot of good old artists you know like so yeah it's still an, an ever-growing search of you know like any given day i'll get 30 promos in the mail and not all of which are good or great you know like obviously i think when you had to put out a record it took a little effort you want to know like this song needs to be really good that i'm going to press on vinyl and it takes some effort so nowadays with the digital world you know it's a little more streamlined which makes it more accessible obviously for a lot of artists to put out new music but like i mentioned you know, not all of it is good there's you know there can be just an overwhelming amount of music so and i still like to produce and but, you know, I just still love the active DJing, so I'm excited to be playing all these different places. Like, uh, you know, I played in Croatia a couple of years ago, pre-COVID um, for Defected. You know, excited to get back to, to that again. You know, the Defected crew is a great crew to be with. And, you know, I'll be playing with Eric Carter, Luke Solomon, a really good lineup on one of the stages. And then, you know, the same stage the next day is, like, Moody Man and Kenny Dope. And, you know, so there's, like, other artists that, I'm excited to go see for that defected festival. Um, and yeah, you know, excited to just hear some DJs out. Cause sometimes, you know, like, well, I'm fortunate to be working every weekend, but that doesn't allow me to go hear some DJs sometimes unless they're playing the same bill as myself. And I'd obviously rather hear, I like to hear DJs in person, personally, as, a, as opposed to, you know, listening to, you can find sets of pretty much all DJs, you know, online these days, but I'd rather hear the DJ in person. So I'm excited to hear some DJs out, check that out. Um, yeah, I'm just grateful to be traveling again. You know, I, I, 
I enjoy visiting other places aside from music. You get to actually, you know, meet some people in a different city and hang out, try some food. It's, um, I think travel, you know, is the best way to, you know, like I, I, whether you're a DJ or not, obviously travel is a good thing just to experience other places, people, cultures. It's fun to get out there. Again, we've been talking to Mark Farina, one of the pioneers of house music and the creator of Mushroom Jazz, who's going to be stopping in Kansas City in a couple of weeks on Saturday, June 11th, playing at Music in the Park in the West Plaza in the afternoon, and then that night playing at the ship at 9 p.m. I just, I'm trying to think back and trying to imagine like 1988, you and Derek Carter, roommates, and like you're playing music in your apartment and the neighbors are like banging to like turn it down. And I can't imagine having been that lucky to have been a neighbor of yours when the, in those early days, as you guys were both establishing your careers, which have gone on now for so long. Uh, it'd be fun to talk to your old neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I found, you know, that place in Chicago. Yeah. Obviously yeah, we had like three rooms of DJ setups in one, in one loft. It was quite a ruckus going on. Uh, tell us a little bit about your brand new song. It came out about a week ago now. We played it before we started this interview called Come On Baby by you and Homero Espinosa. Uh, yes, Homero and I have been working together for a few years now. Um, like I said, I'm in Texas now, but I used to reside in San Francisco for 20-something years, and you know, we had met just through the DJ cycles. Like I think I had gotten some tracks from him, and I didn't even realize he was from the Bay Area at first. And I was like, oh, I like this stuff. You know, then it turned out he's from Oakland, which is across the bridge. So we've been working on stuff for a few years now, and it's just a good pairing. Um, we really click in the studio. He's like his label, Moulton. He's got a lot of great Bay Area artists on it, like Chris Lum, David Harness, himself. Um, so yeah, like, and then in my label, there's Great Lakes Audio, which you know, I was kind of feature like a Midwest style house. But yeah, you know, like when you find somebody you collaborate with very, you know, easily and well, it tracks just sort of like we we became like a track making machine whenever we're together. That's a great combo. With now that we've been um, separated, with me in Texas, though we get together, you know, a couple of times a year and lay down a bunch of ideas. Like, for example, you know, he'll, the last time he came out here and he brings his old portable setup and hooks it up to my studio stuff. And I mean, yeah, we can bang out like good quality tracks, like you know, a few in a day, like four or five in one day. And then he'll kind of take all the pieces we worked on and restructure them back at his home base in Oakland. And yeah, and voila, you get the tracks like the one that just came out. You know, we've got others in the work, and yeah, we're already planning more studio dates. So yeah, it's just a good like we we feed off each other, and obviously it's great when you um have ideas. Like he's great on the technical side. I'm more of a gear person personally in terms of outboard gear, and he's uh, the conduit to the digital media of the studio world in terms of Ableton and other things like that. That I'm not as good at as he is. He, like I can just say I want this, this, and this. You know, can it can the computer do this? And it's like you know, it's thirty seconds later, he's got it all going. So yeah, it's a great combo, and we're excited for uh, all the. You know, we've got a bunch of other unreleased stuff coming as well. I'm already looking forward to that. All the unreleased stuff trickling out, and uh, again, this has been so exciting for me as a fan of Mark Frino's music for so long now, and to have you coming again to Kansas City to play two times in one day is amazing. Uh, I know you've been here a few times. Do you have a barbecue preference, and are you making Dan buy you? barbecue while you're here in town uh i can't remember the name of it i want to say it's like connected to a gas station though 
Yes, that's like a little it used bit. to be called. Yeah, it used to be called Oklahoma Joe's. Now it's called Casey Joe's, and that is about uh, six blocks from where you're playing. So uh, if Dan doesn't do it, I'm going to make sure you get some uh, of that barbecue. All right. All right. Well, I'm, um, I'm down. Yeah, I remember we'd always go to the same spot. Nice. Yeah, is there anything else you'd like to tell the people of Kansas City before they come see you on June 11th? Um, I'm just yeah, I'm excited to come out. Like I said, there's you know I got two different two different sort of genre styles that I'm fortunate to play. You know, the one of course the traditional house music, and then the mushroom jazz style is um more of a down tempo style that I've been playing. You know, since around 1990 as well. It was a mixtape at first, but sort of, I think the Mushroom Jazz style is great for the daytime. And I think it's nice to be playing, you know, I love outdoor park parties, you know, because, you know, people can bring some kids. There's also, uh, you know, some people that are a bit too, I mean, I'm old, but, you know, I'll play at the club. I'm, you know, I'm over 50, but, you know, some people don't make it out to club life. So it's nice to play an earlier set for some of the older folks that don't get into clubbing so much anymore. They've maybe hung up their club shoes, so to speak. So, you know, playing an earlier thing is always pleasant for a little different vibe. And, you know, I'll be playing a you know, different style of music. And then, you know, house music wise at night, you know, I'm excited to keep it jacking. You know, and usually, I don't think I've, I think most of the um, Riot Room sets I've played the last couple times have been more on the housey side, which I love. So it'll be nice to play, you know, a little different daytime vibe. So I'm just excited to come back and, yeah, I'll do a little record shopping while I'm in town as well. I always like hitting the used stores and see what's available. Well, we're excited again. Thank you so much for jumping on the phone with us from Dallas to our dining rooms and our living rooms here in Kansas City and having uh, Mark Freena join us for an interview. Again, so excited to have him in town on Saturday, June 11th. Thanks so much, Mark. Thank you. So excited that we got to do that interview with Mark Freena. We're going to play another song from his catalog right now. The song is called Dream Machine. It's the Cascade Mix. And again, you can catch Mark Farina in Kansas City on June 11th. That's a Saturday. You can catch him twice, 3.30 to 5 o'clock at Music in the Park in the West Plaza at 47th and State Line. And then that night around 9 p.m. at the Ship in the West Bottoms.
And again, that was music from Mark Farina. The song is called Dream Machine, the Cascade Mixed. No doubt you will hear that song from him on June 11th as he visits Kansas City from Dallas. We're a part of an amazing tour schedule this guy's on from all over this map to all over European maps. Uh, we're lucky to have him coming through Kansas City to be part of music in the park and also a night at the ship. Now, let's talk about some of the other acts. Dan's joining us, Dan Berkman, the, the host of this year's Music in the Park happening in the West Plaza. Another one of the acts on the bill is the music from the Fantastics, who have a brand new single out. Tell us why you invited these folks to play at your event. Um, yeah, I invited uh, the Fantastics. I've known Kemet for a while and have seen him several times throughout the city um, in various forms. And they're just a fantastic, no pun intended, group. They have you know, horns, drums, guitars, vocals. It's just a feel good band that really can make people dance and enjoy themselves. And what better place to do it than in a public setting in a park. Um, so it's, it was just, it just made sense for us to see if they were available and they were. So we're lucky to have them. In addition to doing music, Kemet does so many other projects in town, including he's starting a brewery. It's called Vine Street Brewery. It will be down in the jazz district. I'm excited for him to get deeper in on that project and start making some beer right here in Kansas City. Uh, and let's get into it. Let's hear the brand new single from the Fantastics. This came out like three, two or three weeks ago. The song is called All That Fine. Here it is. Me by all that fine. 
The Bridge is underwritten by Boulevard Brewing Company. Introducing their new Quirk Tropical Breeze Mix Pack with Mango Punch, Key Lime Coconut, Passion Fruit Orange, and Pineapple Chili. Joining the other Quirk flavors, including award-winning Quirk Strawberry Lemon and Basil. All Quirk Hard Seltzer flavors are made with real fruit juice and check in at only 90 calories per can. More information is available at Boulevard.com. Saturday, June 4th, Ranch Mart Shopping Center celebrates their grand opening with John Waits. John Waite of Bad English and the Babies. With special guests Nathan Corsi and DJ Thunder. Ranch Mart's grand opening celebration is an all-day, family-friendly free event featuring carnival games, cosplay, vendors, the Ranch Mart mini train, a beer garden, and much more. Shopping Center Grand Opening with John Wade. Saturday, June 4th, in support of The Bridge. 90.9 The Bridge.
Alexandria, Virginia. That was music from the band Mid. The song is called Sick to My Stomach. Mid will be in town to play on June 11th at Music in the Park. We've played three or four songs from that band and really like that record coming from them. They actually have some other Kansas City dates, which we'll talk about soon. But today on the 8160, joined by special guest Dan Barrickman and also Sarah Bradshaw joining us this week, pushing the buttons from the inside of her closet. We're talking all about music in the park Saturday, June 11th in the West Plaza at 47th and State Line in a park called Westwood Park. Up next, we're going to hear some music from Cassie Taylor. But before that, let me run through my bullet points on the band Mid. I already said they're from Alexandria, Virginia. Three of the kids in that band are between 15 and 17 years old. They just released their debut record called Don't Worry, It Gets Worse. It came out back on April 8th, and we're excited to have them come into town again. Or for the first time, not even again. We're excited to have them come into town for the first time. You can follow them on Instagram and on TikTok at the band mid and on TikTok. They launched a TikTok and in one day had like 48,000 likes. And if you're a young band and you're not on TikTok, I'll say that again. They launched a TikTok and in one day had about 48,000 likes. So it's time to move that direction. Um, Another act on the lineup for Music in the Park is Cassie Taylor which me and Dan both saw at an event two weekends ago down in the West Bottoms called uh, West Bottoms Heritage Days. And I was blown away by her set. She put out a record in 2011, 2012, and 2013. And then she went out on tour. She also was going out on tour with her father, who's Otis Taylor, who's a huge fixture in the blues community. He's got a full schedule calendar in this country. And then in October, he already has a big European tour planned. But she did all this touring with her father, put these records out. And then she took a break from music for seven years and had a baby. She spent the last seven years raising her child. And now she wants to get back out to playing. And we are winning this. This is a gift to Kansas City to have Cassie Taylor here in Kansas City making music again. I think I said last week on my show that we're going to start seeing her name pop up on more and more bills. And we are. And here's another one. Music in the Park, June 11, hosted this year by our guest, Dan Barrickman. Tell us what you thought about Cassie Taylor's set last week or two weeks ago. Her voice is out of this world. I can't believe how good she sounds. I mean, her overall persona on stage, she has such a, a swagger about her. And her whole band, they are just stellar. I'm so excited to have her uh, play at Music in the Park. And it was a great time in the West Bottoms. She she did great there as well. Um, we are just lucky to have her here in Kansas City. And she is going places. It's such a treat. In addition to her blues and indie rock, Sarah, you can appreciate this. She has a song that she wrote for her child about dinosaurs. And she invited the children in the crowd to come up and tell them their name and tell them their favorite dinosaur. Oh my goodness. And then she sang the song <laughs> with the kid's name about their favorite dinosaur. Okay, well, if I didn't and already love her, that that definitely. <laughs> Come on, that's awesome. I don't know if she wants to continue down the path of making making music for children, but uh, I hope she does a little bit because there's a lot of opportunity there. But I'm excited that Cassie Taylor is part of Music in the Park on Saturday, June 11th. We're going to hear a song from 2011 of hers. It's called No Ring Blues. You can catch Cassie Taylor at 1.30 to 3 p.m. at Music in the Park. 
and then stick around after that for music from the great Mark Farina. Here is No Rain Blues from Cassie Taylor.
And that was music from Cassie Taylor. The song is called No Ring Blues. She's part of Music in the Park on Saturday, June 11th. You can catch her in the afternoon from 1.30 to 3 o'clock. We've been joined on this during this show by so many people. Our friend Dan Berrickman's been joining us. Sarah Bradshaw's been joining us. And somehow, some way, we were joined by legendary house music producer and the creator of Mushroom Jazz, Mark Farina, who joined us on the phone from Dallas. He will be here for you to see on Saturday, June 11th at Music in the Park and also that night at the ship. Again, the, the bullet points on Music in the Park. And Dan, jump in if I say anything wrong. 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Westwood Park. That's at 47th and State Line. Free parking at the Midwest Transplant Network, which is right across the street in Kansas, but still at 47th and State Line. You can also Uber there, walk there, bird there, however you want to get there. Music is going to happen all day. Several different bands playing. Strawberry Swing is setting up a giant maker fair from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. for you to check out wares made by local Kansas City makers. Three food trucks, a beer garden, a wine garden, and music by so many great musicians, including Bob Walkenhorst, who's lived in the community for a while. But I also want to plug another resident of that neighborhood, and their name is Tad Carpenter. And Tad Carpenter has done the coolest music posters for so many years. Also, he's started the Carpenter Collective with his wife, and they've done all the branding for small brands like Sonic and the Macy's Day Parade. And they have like entire double-decker buses wrapped in New York with their artwork on it. And uh, I was lucky to get to work with Tad on a project on the other side of the plaza uh, on a mural that he helped that, that he designed on a project for my day job, Spray KC, which we're also going to be at this event, Music in the Park. But uh, Tad Carpenter has lent, loaned his skills and he's creating a poster for free for this event, which will be a very limited run available to purchase that day at the event. Proceeds from that will be going to a charity. What did I miss, Dan? No, you're, you're, you're on point right now. Keep going. That's good. I'm, I don't have too much farther to go because I think we're already out of time. But we're going to wrap up the show with music from West Plaza resident Bob Walkenhorst. And on this song, he's going to be joined by his daughter, Una Walkenhorst. This song in 2018 was voted on by you, the listener of this station, as your favorite song of the year. The song is called For Tomorrow by the amazing record of the same name, For Tomorrow. We're going to leave you with that. Thank you, Dan, for joining us. Thank you, Sarah, for being here. Thank you to Mark Frina. And we'll see you on June 11th at Music in the Park. Thanks, everybody.
KCBG, Warrensburg. A service of Kansas City PBS. Music discovery supported by you. Non-commercial and totally independent.